0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, well, once again, welcome back to Fleet Flicker, I'm your host John Murray. We did one probably about an hour or maybe 15 minutes ago or something like that, but as I've always stated, we've got a lot of catching up to do, and what is that little expression? A little question? Something, yeah, but, you know, so a so little time, right? Something along those lines? Well, today we're going to catch we're going to catch up. We're to try and do another episode, at least right now maybe try to do another episode in another hour or two i'm not percent positive on that um as i stated, said last episode if you do not hear me i'd like to wish everybody uh you know a happy moral day i'm sure tomorrow if the weather is preventing from where the, wherever you, wherever you are in the in the world uh, i'm sure there's going to be plenty of um steaks hot dogs you know hamburgers uh, cookouts plenty of cookouts uh potato salad baked beans wherever you whatever whatever floats your boat for uh moral day um certainly I want to wish you a happy and safe moral day please by all means, please remember those that have uh sacrificed that sacrifice their lives for to make this the greatest country in the world so please so you want, I want to thank those who fought every, every war every war that uh we've ever been in I mean again they sacrificed themselves for us to make this a great a great great country and again I want to certainly thank them thank them for their uh, Sacrifices it means the world. It means the world to us. At the start of most of my episodes, for those who joined for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. And please invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers, whomever you need to invite. Please, by all means, invite them to come on to come on in. We're all I and mean, we're all family and friends are here. And I've always stated we talk talking nothing but football. We're not political. This is not a religious like show. This is nothing but football. There's no controversy. All it is is just one man's opinion on many different subjects in the world of football. That's pretty much what it is, and that's pretty much self-explanatory. Those who are from day one, I want to say thank you for doing so. And again, invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers. By all means, invite them to come on. Like I said before, we're all family and friends here. And certainly, it means, it means the world to me that you do listen to the podcast. It's just, my only thing is I do apologize. I don't get a chance to, um, do as many episodes as i like to. Heck, if I could do one per day, I would love to. But again, it's an always day work. It's a, it's a big thing with me. I usually go in in the afternoons and work until the evenings. And by the time you get on the evenings, you really don't want to do much. You want to maybe grab something to eat, I take a shower, watch some TV, and then head to bed. That's pretty much my life. It's a cycle where you get up late in the morning, grab something to eat, maybe watch a little TV, go upstairs, get ready for work, head to work. That's I mean that's that's, the, that's been my cycle for the last um, for the last uh, seven years. Uh, like I said before, I don't I do not state where I work. i never have. Uh, what I can say is I've been doing this the business i been doing for thirty three years, and it's been I, it's been good to me. It's put you know it's put it's put I guess you could say the put a real roof over my head, the family, You know, food on the table, pays the bills, and it's been doing that. Um, again. I've always, deep down inside the back of my mind, I always felt that maybe I should have done more with my life than I did, but again, I've always told my kids, I said, you know, to me, I've always felt that I had wasted probably 33 years of my life doing what I've been doing. I've always felt, and a lot of people in the world, I'm not the only one that always feels they should have done way better than what they've done, and that's, that's me. I've always felt I should have done a lot, lot more with my life than I, than I did. And I really believe that to this day. And I still believe I should have done more with my life to this day. Um, Again, I guess, in a way, I've started late. Late in life. Being 54 next month, um, I've kind of started late in life. There's things I want to do with my life now. I've done this podcast. I used to write a little bit. Um, I guess it took me entirely too long to realize maybe this is what I want to do. But, of course... When you do a podcast, of course, like a, a guy I used to work with once said, he said, you got to know the right people to get you to that point. And again, I don't know the right people, but that's how, that's kind of, I don't know the right people to get me to that point. So again, but again, this is something I love to do. This is a hobby. Sure, I would love to make it a full-time gig and I have to worry about um, pushing the body, pushing the body to, to brink a disaster. And again, with, like I told you last time, with my mom, and I was with my mom, the arthritis. It makes you realize is that what's in my future—twenty, twenty-five years from now, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, could that be my future? And then again, it can happen. But that's something that some people go through. That and again, that's something that I don't want to go through—is to wake up every single morning, aches and pains, because you have pushed your body to the to the brink. But again. You have to do what you have to do to make a living, right? That's the way. It's always. the way. It's always. That's the way. It's always been. Um, Get it back on track. If you do not reach me here, if you can if you got a question for me, please Facebook and Spotify, two places I can answer your questions. Um, again, like I said before, I'll take any time in the episode to answer your questions, or I will do an entire episode answer nothing but your questions because I feel you're very important to me. I feel you're very important. If you're listening to the podcast, you should have the right to send me any question whatsoever, or tell me your feelings about this podcast. Um, again, everybody's got an opinion. Is, is that a yeah? Freedom of speech. That's what that's what makes this country. Country change. So again, if you got a question, by all means, shoot it to me. i would be more happy to answer any questions you got. What's what's you know, what's whatsoever whatsoever for me. If you don't listen to me, do now listen to me on Anchor. Spotify, RR Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Amazon podcast Podcasts, Radio Public. Again, there's just a few that I'm on. If you to you know, listen wherever you are, whether you got a day off from of work, whether you're out running errands, house chores, or you just maybe laying, kicking back and relaxing, please by all means, where you know, wherever, whatever, whatever you use, whatever um, platform you listen to, by all means, please. Certainly love, love you you listen to and certainly you know love to hear your opinions opinions on the podcast and certainly love to hear any questions you got whatsoever. Um, at least in this episode, we'll talk we'll talk about a, a quarterback that just retired recently and a shocking thing he had to say about the quarterback that was replacing him. Um, it's an interesting part, an interesting part in you coming from him, but we'll certainly get in, get into that. We'll stay on the quarterback, we'll talk about a quarterback that was not going to be ready by, maybe by the all season, maybe not by a camp, but there could be a possibility he could be ready by a camp. We'll talk about him, and we'll talk about a, a slight hiccup, a hiccup in a new quarterback in, in his new team. It might not be a big, pickup, a big hiccup, but again, it could be a, it's not a big hiccup, sometimes a slight hiccup to me, I got a feeling it could be something more to it than that, and I'll give you—I'll give you my take and my opinion. In my opinion, in my opinion, certainly, you know, certainly on that. Um, one of the last things we'll talk about is we'll talk about one of the rookie quarterbacks and maybe he doesn't have a clear spot for the number one, for the number one position on his team. And we're not talking about—we're talking about Bryce Young. And you kind of have an idea of what I'm talking about. Who I probably will be talking. about. Um, before we go into the discussion I want to thank those once again thank those uh, people that are following on Facebook the small businesses, the uh, musicians uh, bands Um, I want to say thank you for certainly um, certainly reaching out to me I greatly appreciate it and uh, you follow me I followed you back and please by all means you know tell your um, tell your clients uh, tell your clients, your customers uh you bandmates and fans about about the podcast. Um, I think that's it. I bored you enough. I rambled on enough. We're talking about football, right? Let's jump right into it. And let's talk about a let's talk about uh Big Ben Rotherberger. I guess I guess you've heard by now, A uh, Big Ben who, who does a podcast. Uh, I don't know if it's a weekly podcast or not. I am assuming that it is. Um, uh, he came out on his podcast recently and he came out and said that he was hoping that King Pickett who got drafted last year by the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers from the University of Pittsburgh itself that uh, he was hoping that the young man would fail. Big Ben, I guess, came out and said that he was kind of embarrassed embarrassed for these feelings because this was a guy that was actually replacing him. Now, technically Mitchell Dravisky was going to be the, was the starting quarterback opening yeah you know, opening day last year, but this game won and then eventually it didn't work out. They put pick they put Kenny they put Penny, Kenny Pickett in it. But eventually Kenny Pickett was gonna be the successor of the Big Bang anyway. That was pretty much the foregone conclusion. Mr. Trubisky was pretty much there to was pretty much air just to try to steady the ship as best he could until Pickett was ready to roll. Now granted they had Mason Rudolph but again, Rudolph did not see the field. Did not see the field last year. Ironic as it gets. The Pittsburgh Steelers re-signed Mitchell Trubisky. They gave him a contract extension to continue to be the backup quarterback to Kenny Pickett. They even re-signed Mason Rudolph to be the third-string quarterback. So all three quarterbacks from last year's team returned to the Steelers this year. But Big Ben came out and said something that um, he said he was highly. Yes, that he was jealous because he wanted Pickett to get the field to of you know of all the success that Big Ben had for all of those years in Pittsburgh. Now, Ben has been to a few Super Bowls, he's won a couple of Super Bowls, so Ben does have does have does have some say so in Pittsburgh. He has been very successful young man in his career with Pittsburgh. Now in the last couple of years as we all know, injuries really in big time and Big Ben wasn't the same guy that he was certainly in the beginning of the middle part of his career. So But again, yes, you know, in a way, I guess, in a way, I guess, you can kind of understand Big Ben's point of view, because Ben does not want people in Pittsburgh to forget him, in a nutshell, and that's what it is. Now, that's like saying Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers fans forget Terry Bradshaw, and here's a guy that took him, here's a guy that helped him get four Super Bowls. No one's going to forget Terry Bradshaw. To me, Terry Bradshaw is probably still the greatest quarterback in Pittsburgh Steelers history. Now, Big Ben probably has better numbers, numbers than Terry Bradshaw. There's no, no denying that. Terry's got four rings. Yes, Ben did win two rings. Get yeah, Ben, devil is D. But when it comes to the franchise, court, when it comes to the, quarterback, the best quarterback in Tisker Shields history, it's called to be Terry Bradshaw because of the four rings. Ben is probably number two. There's no denying that on the list. But it's always going to be Terry Bradshaw. And Big Ben should know that. I mean, now, I know Big Ben is not listening, does not listen to the podcast. He doesn't know me from Tom, Dick, or Harry. I get all that. But even Big Ben in his mind knows that he's never gonna replace Terry Bradshaw as the number one quarterback in the franchise history. He should know that. Now Ben went out and won four Super Bowls like Terry Bradshaw and had the number and had better numbers than Bradshaw. Okay, maybe maybe we can sing a different tune. But Bradshaw's always remembered number one. Now, to me, Unless Kenny Pickett goes out and wins four Super Bowls or five Super Bowls for the Pittsburgh Shows, then he'll surpass even Terry Mashall. But I don't think that's really going to happen. Now, Pickett did struggle a little bit last year, but towards the end of the year, his numbers got better. He's trying to get a grasp of the system. Now, again, Pittsburgh, a little more to we put on Kenny Pickett and the stable offense this year. You we went out, you got Allen Robinson, you had no receiver in the draft again, so you've got, you've got three and four quality receivers, you've got a good tight, you got two good tight ends, you drafted an old tight end from the University of Georgia. you still got Nigel Hirschman the ball off through the offensive line. You've added a few pieces here and there. So the offense is going to be expected to do more this year. Now again, you're in a conference, in a conference where you've got the Miami, the Buffalo Bills, the Jets have got Aaron Rodgers. Um, Cleveland should be better with Deshaun Watson a full year. Yes, Lamar Jackson in that new system. Again, the Cincinnati Bengals, Burrow, Chase, Higgins, and company. Again, we can't forget Kansas City. We can't forget the Chargers. Hopefully, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson can write the show in Denver. So yeah, so offense is going to be hard to come by in this conference. So, I mean, the Steelers are all doing doing the right things. But again, it's a tough conference, and Pittsburgh's not going to have the best offense in that conference. Both those offenses are better. Miami's is better. The Bengals are better. I mean, I would still think the Browns could be better. The Ravens could be better. I mean, again, maybe the Jacksonville could have a better offense than Pittsburgh. But again, Pittsburgh's always always been about defense, right? We talked about this last episode. Yes, Terry Bradshaw won four Super Bowl rings, but it's that steel curtain defense that's what made Pittsburgh famous, right? Let's be honest with you. And again, it's going to be Pittsburgh's defense that's going to have to get them back on the top. Now, Pickett it, be will have to contribute, absolutely. But it's going to be the defense. It's going to be the T.J. Watts, the Cameron Haywards of the world that's going to have to get the defense back to where it once was for them to be even considered a playoff type of team, wildcard team, yeah, or something like that. That's what it's going to be. But, for Big Ben, I don't think he has to worry about Kenny Pickett being his, you know, people forgetting him. Now, unless Kenny Pickett goes out there and wins four or five Super Bowls, then he'll be forgotten. Maybe Terry Bradshaw will be forgotten. But again, again, Big Ben's jealous. He doesn't want him to succeed. Well, again, Pickett has ups and downs. Now, unless Pickett came in and won a Super Bowl right off the bat, then again, maybe there's some room to talk. But again... But again, throughout nice history, let's about this away. Was, was Roger stomach jealous that Danny White took over for him? No, as far as you know, Roger wasn't. Now again, now again, you can make this certainly in greatest argument all that Joe Montana won Steve Young you'd probably succeed, succeeding as quarterback or have success. But again, guess what? I sorry, guess what? Steve did succeed. Steve did win a Super Bowl. I know Montana wasn't crazy about it, but again, he got traded, Young stepped in, Young did won the Super Bowl. So maybe that could be the odd exception to the rule. But again, I don't think Jerry Brasshaw was jealous of the next guy that was going to replace him in Pittsburgh because obviously it took him many, many years until Big Ben came along, right? Again, let's be honest with you, I don't think John Ellie was scared to death of the next guy that was going to replace him. But again it took him many years until Peyton Manning rolled into town towards the tail end of his career. and got him a couple Super Got them a couple of Super Bowls. Again, Dan Breed wasn't worried about them that the Gathers would come in and replace him because they couldn't, they had many, many years to replace him until Tua came along and he could be the answer. Again. Again, like I said, Roger's stalled back. You now Roger, Roger wasn't worried about Danny White. And Danny White, to his credit, did get down to a Super Bowl. Couldn't win it, but he got in there. Again. So again, I mean, again, again, you think about Tom Brady. Do you think Tom Brady is worried when he left that Mac Jones was gonna, make, was gonna make the world forget forget him? Heck no. It's hard to forget a guy that won you six Super Bowls. Yeah. It's gonna be hard to forget him. And I, if Mac Jones goes out there and wins seven Super Bowls for the main Patriots, okay, then Brady will be kind of forgettable. But again, then, now sometimes, it, what is a one set They say jealousy always rears his ugly head, right? And for Ben, i got to be bluntly honest, I think jealousy, and he was just simply outright jealous. And again, again, Big Ben, when he started his podcast, he had done, he had kind of said some usual some controversial stuff, and it continues right along that same pathway with the Kenny Pickett thing. Now, Ben has to realize, Kenny's got a long ways to go before he can ever replace him, and I don't think... Unless Kenny wins three Super Bowls and has better career numbers than Big Ben, I don't think Ben's got to worry about him Kenny Pickett coming along and replacing him or making people forget him. No, I don't think that's going to be the case. Again, let's be honest with you. Big Ben's got to realize, and I've said this before, Big Ben it, Big ben did, a, did a good job for 18 or 19 years of his first years. And trust me, as good as the career Big Ben had. Deep down inside, Big Ben never made people forget Terry Bradshaw, because Bradshaw had four Super Bowl rings. So he didn't make the world forget, forget Terry Bradshaw, because Terry Bradshaw still the best quarterback in the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers, because of those four Super Bowl rings. Ben, yes, Ben had better numbers. I'm not denying that. But the four Super Bowl rings, Trump's is going to trump whatever stats that Big Ben has. Now, Big Ben, yes, Big Ben, I'm probably going to the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to, to deny that either. So, unless King Pickett has a Hall of Fame career, means Forcing goals or something like that, then he has to realize he's not going to make people forget him. you got a long ways to go before he forgets it. And to me, I think it's kind of selfish to wish ill will on Kenny Pickett. Now, again, like I said, Kenny's got a ways to go, a long ways to go. But again, it appears that Pittsburgh has a quarterback of the future in Kenny Pickett. And to me, it's hard to replace. And then feel great like Big Ben. Again, you're not going to have the success of the Green Bay Packers. You go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and that works out you know, for years and years. Jordan Love has got to respond now. He's got to keep up the pace. He's got to try to replace Aaron Rodgers. And he's not going to replace a guy that's won four MVPs and su- at least one Super Bowl. Unless Jordan Love goes that wins five N- uh, uh, MVPs, maybe a couple Super Bowls, then maybe he'll surpass Aaron Rodgers. But again, that's not going to happen. And for Ben, he has to realize, Kenny has got a lot, a lot to prove before he can actually, yeah, actually succeed Big Ben. And I don't think, Kenny may have a decent career in the NFL. I'm not saying that, that he won't have a decent career. But, Ben's got to realize, he's got a long ways to go. This isn't going to be his second year in the league. And I'm interested to see if Kenny has improved. I'm interested to see if he'll have better connection with receivers. I'm interested if he's, he's dig deeper into Matt Canada's playing book, playbook and learns a lot more and grabs the system. But again, we'll see if he does. Now, there's no doubt that Pickett is a better, maybe a better athlete than Big Ben. That's certainly a possibility. Now, if Ben wants to go off and say that Pickett's a better athlete than he is, I'll buy that. But he's not going to make people, but he should not, if he's a Pittsburgh Steeler fan and he's a Pittsburgh Steeler fan and a player for eighteen years, he should not wish ill will on King Pickett or Mitchell Travisky or Mason Rudolph or whoever else they go and get to replace him. To me I think that's kind of just I think that's kind of being jealousy on his part. Now again, Ben should wish, should wish his Pittsburgh Steelers team be the best of luck what you know whatsoever. Again, Ben again until in his career. Injuries called to Ben, and Ben wasn't the same guy that he was in the beginning of his career, Well the middle part of his career. He wasn't that same guy anymore. Now, in the very last year, he got it out. He got to see those playoffs. But then later on, later on, it ran out. But there's no denying what Big Ben did in his career. He had a very good career, called Super Bowl Ring. Ben has nothing to be, he has nothing to be ashamed about. He had a good career. But again me him to come out and wish ill will on Kenny Pickett or who, you know, to me, that just, to me it's uncalled for. that's kind of disrespectful to him. Now, I know Kenny Pickett said he had it. Kenny Pickett came out and he said he, he, you know, he has, he has no problems with what Big Ben said. He understood Big Ben you know, and so forth and so forth. But deep down inside, if I'm Kenny Pickett, at least they're back in my mind. They I didn't publicly say it. Maybe I haven't gone out and told some of my teammates this, but I'll tell you what. If I went home and I talked to my family, I would say, who the hell does Big Ben think he is wishing ill will on me? Here I am a Pittsburgh Steeler. I'm trying to come in and carry on their tradition that he said that Terry Bradshaw set for his organization. This is a great organization. Now I'm a Cincinnati Dangle fan. And I've hated Pittsburgh Steelers for many, many years. But I respected them for the simple fact of how many Super Bowls they've won and what they've done with that organization. I respected Chuck Noel. I respected those Pittsburgh Steelers teams. Didn't like them, but I respected them. Again, I respected Big Ben. I respected some of those Steelers teams. Didn't like them, but I respected them for what they could do. And again, I still have respect for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I respect Mike Tomlin and what he has done the last several seven years. And Mike Tomlin has got a Super Bowl, you know, under his yeah under his belt. And he helped Big Ben get that Super Bowl too, right? You know, I've, always, I've always, but again, for, Bill, for, for Big Ben to come in and pretty much say, to, to say stuff like that about about him. Big Ben, it's like, it's like kind of telling, telling his career Big Ben has said stuff that I kind of shake my head over and wonder, and, and wonder about. Now, Terry Bradshaw never went out there and publicly, you know, publicly you know, bashed his team. Now, he might not have been a big fan, Knowles, and that's been talked about for many, 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 many years. But he never went out and bashed Frank Ryers or Len Swan or John Stallworth or Joe Green or these other great players. He never went out and bashed him. He might, have had, might not have been a favorite of Chuck Knowles. That might have been vice versa. But again, he didn't bash his teammates. But Big Ben has come out there, and he's done stuff on the sidelines, and he has bashed some of his teammates, I cannot say that. Now, hopefully Ken Bigger will not follow follow along that suit. I think Kenny Pickett is more of a, seems to be more of an even kill guy, and again, I think towards the end of the year, I think Penny Pickett earned his teammates respect. He was able to start grasping the system, he was playing better, and he was coming this close, very close to getting Pittsburgh into the playoffs. So again, I'm interested to see, like I said, we're interested to see what Pickett can do in his second, in the second year in that system, in the second in this league. Kenny up his game that much more? I think Kenny Pickett will be better. Now, again, I'll go ahead and say this. I don't know if I see Kenny having a career that Big Ben or even Terry Bradshaw has. I just don't see that happening. I think he could have a decent career, a career that might be maybe a 10, 11, 12-year career. But again, I don't think he's going to surpass Big Ben's holds. I don't think he's going to get the full Super Bowl that Terry Bradshaw has either. Unless, Unless Pittsburgh can dip back and did back in the past and find a steel curtain defense. Yeah, again, they've got the running game with Najee Harris. The offensive line has to go back to those days, and the defense has got to be steel curtain like. Which to me, it's a decent defense, but it's not a steel curtain like defense. And that's something, yeah, you know, again, again, of course, back then in those days, and back in those days, let's be honest with you, in the NFL, free agency wasn't as potent back then as it is now. So you couldn't keep. You couldn't. You can imagine the Pittsburgh Steelers back then. you Can imagine you know, like Terry Bradshaw, Franco Harris, and Joe Green Do you think all those guys would have stayed on the same team nowadays, especially free agency going on? Probably not, because you know Bradshaw wanted money. Franco would. Green would. Want. So would Land and Lambert and those guys. Can you imagine what those guys can make nowadays. But again, for Big I mean for Big Ben to come out and pretty much say that. He wanted ill will on, you know, wish ill will on Kenny um, Pickett. It. something that kind of just bottles my eye and makes me shake shake, shake my head. Again, it's like, it's like Tom Brady was going to wish ill will on, like, Mac Jones. No, because deep down inside, Tom knows that, yeah, Matt's got a long ways to go. Matt's not going to win no you know, six Super Bowls like I did in New England. No, Tom knows that. So while Steve will sit back and there ain't no way in the world that, Matt Jones has ever made the Ringo fans forget Tom Brady. It's not going to happen. Maybe a guy like Steve Grogan, you might make him forget, maybe. But not no damn Tom Brady. Come on, man. That ain't happening. So, Ben, let me just say this. Can you think it's not going to make people forget you? Not not at all. Not by a long stretch. They're not going to make people forget you. My advice to you for future podcasts, yeah, I know you got an opinion. Everybody's got an opinion on something why it's a free country that's why it's the greatest country in the world everybody's got a free opinion there are certain countries that don't have that free opinion that if you say something the wrong way about the government or religious thing or whatever the case might be you, you're probably going to be thrown up in jail or even worse. and I really didn't tell you what the worst part of that would be but and again that's why you have talk shows you have sports talk shows you know, going all from undisputed to uh Colin Calhurge and many, many, many others out there, and even local radio stations, sports radio stations all over the United States. And there are some good ones out there. Um, But again, I get it. Everybody's got an opinion. And Ben had an opinion, a very strong opinion, what he thought about Kenny Pickett trying to replace him. But Ben, Kenny's got a long ways to go. He's not going to replace you. I really don't think he's going to replace you. He's not going to make me forget you. Kenny, you know, Kenny, has a, a solid career for the Pittsburgh Shift for many, many years to come. He gets into several playoffs, wins some playoff games. Maybe he gets into a Super Bowl at one point in time. I'm sure that's what Pittsburgh wants. I'm sure that's what Mike Tomlin and the Rooney's that's what they want. I hope they're getting from Kenny Pickett from Kenny Pickett. But Ben, my future reference, don't ish, don't ish, don't wish ill will on any former teammates or current teammates. Man, take a chill Bill. Get back, relax, enjoy retirement. Enjoy retirement, you know. Enjoy the family. It's well deserved. You got a, I'm sure you got a I'm sure you got a Canton. I'm sure they're making a Canton bus for you, you know, a couple couple more years down the road. And it's rightfully so. Enjoy it. Enjoy. Enjoy when you go to Canton. And you know, enjoy the time that you've got. Enjoy your teammates. Enjoy your former teammates. You know, go back to the city of Pittsburgh. Live it up. Hand it up, you know yeah, the conquering some returns. Let out, enjoy yourself, man. But dude, you gotta chill out of it. but wishing ill will on a quarterback that has got a long, long, long ways to go before he could ever, ever make a pit you know, city of Pittsburgh forget you. Mm-hmm. again, like I said before, I can't too many many quarterbacks in this league that wish ill will. Well again, I guess, other than maybe Montana wished ill will on, on Steve Young, might have been the best one, the best one I can think of to date. But again, I'm sure there are some people that have that opinion. Opinion. But again, deep down, do be side, dude, Ben. You gotta chill, man. Max, relax, chill out. And again, Kane's not gonna make people forget forget who Big Ben was in the city of Pittsburgh. Now since we talk about barrier quarterbacks, we talked about Montana and Steve Young briefly. We we'll talked about Big Ben. Let's talk about the 49ers. They may have some Good news, it's an interesting news, there's a possibility possibility that Brock Purdy, who, uh, who was thrust into the starting quarterback position, yeah, well, uh, last season out a 49ers, and played well for the final six games of the season, and played well in one playoff game he did play in, of course, we gotta know the NFC Championship game, he heard his elbow, well, there is some news that he could be recovered to the point where he couldn't participate, and some all season programs, even so much so that he could, you know, be ready to roll by week one. This is a possibility. Kyle Shane has come out and said that there is a very distinct possibility this could all could all could all come down according to plan, which is great news from from them. Now, another report has come out that Trey Lance could very well also be ready by OT by the OTAs on. Um, he said his ankle is 100% yield. He said his ankle didn't really get to be 100% until about March. So it could be good news for the 49ers faithful that they could have both of the quarterbacks that are going for the starting, job. starting quarterback jobs could, you know, could be ready by OTAs and could be ready all about week one. That's probably great news for the 49ers faithful. And again, the 49ers are probably, I'm going to say, if I think along the lines of NFL experts, they're probably the team to beat in the NFC, NFC West. Now, you know, Seattle Seahawks, they might get a, a slight nod, but I think the 49ers, if, if Purdy could be the guy that he was for the first six games, for the last, for the final six games, you know, or if Trey Lance proves that he can be that guy, but they always thought he could be even they trade a whole boatload of draft picks to get one. To get, you know, but again, it appears that both quarterbacks could be ready to go. Yeah, by you know by the all season by you know by um, beginning of all season program, which is it's great news and be very interested to see both of those guys at camp. Now at this time, Sam Donald as an insurance policy. So again, the quarterback situation for nine is certainly it's certainly been settled on. But again, is it going to be Purdy? Is it going to be Lance? Now. To me right now, Brock, and again, I believe this is come out, Lynch, John Lynch has come out and said that Brock deserves to be the starting quarterback for what he did on the final six games last season. And I will agree with John Lynch. Again, pretty today for six games and a couple of playoff games. Trey Lance has done absolutely nothing yet. So to me, Brock is pretty much a starter. Lance is a backup. And I hate to say it, but Sam Downs is probably the third string quarterback. Now, let's Sam outplays Lance and Cam. Then we're talking a different story, which again, this is once we roll back around. What if, you know, what if Brock proves to be the real deal? Or what does that leave well would it mean? trade Lance? Now, to me, I don't think Sam Donald would go nowhere. Sam could do it to the back of Byron Perky. But what does that trade Lance? And does Lance become, let's say, trade bait? And do they cut ties or trade Lance? Now, Lance is still a work in progress, but he has a lot of tools. And again, now Trey Lance has worked out with Patrick Mahomes a little bit this all season, and again he says he's learned stuff from Patrick Mahomes and learned some things, which is great news. Now, if Trey, get paid, if Trey Lance plays like Patrick Mahomes, then I tell you what, Brock Purdy is screwed over. He's going to want to be the backup. <laughs> but again, I don't know if Trey is going, to, is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Again, that's kind of asking a lot. Of, you know, but again, it's it's it's. A good sign that Trey wants to become better, and he's going to be Patrick Mahomes for advice, which I think is, is great for for Trey. He wants to be the best quarterback he could be, be in this league, and I think that's a good thing that he's doing. But for right now, it appears that Brock Purdy, to me, is the number one quarterback. Trey could be number two at best now, unless Brock goes out there, stinks up the joint, you know, during you know, yeah, up the joint in camp. And maybe plays a game or two in preseason, he stinks up the joint there, and Trey Lance just blows him out of the water, then yeah, trade should start. But right now, Brock can be is the number one quarterback. Now, if Brock now, again, if Brock is sure size is still being slow from that elbow, then I have no choice. Then trade one more lineup starting. To me, they'll probably start trade before they'll start Sam Donald. But I think this is Sam Donald's in a in a good system of the 49ers. I think Sam could run the 49ers system. Again, he was a young man for the Jets. The Jets never got Sam any talent. Now, he did show shines with the Panthers. He showed some signs of being a decent quarterback in this league. He did show some signs. Now he goes to the 49ers. He has Kyle him, back in Groom. Groom a little bit. But I think deep down inside, I think, you know, but again, I mean, Brock is the is the starting quarterback for the 49ers. Now I'm sure you'll get different various opinions from 49ers fans, from the NFL experts. Um, I don't have a teammates. Yet. But if you're on the teammates, you know the you know, San the 49ers, people are to back up, whoever that Kyle Shanahan decides to be the starting quarterback. I mean Trey Lance, Trey Lance I'm sure has his has his fans among, among the teams, and I'm sure Brock has got his fans among the teams. But for the, for the big thing is, for the 49ers, the defense is not an issue. The defense has got talent on it. You've got a decent offensive line. you got Christian McCaffrey. You've got Debo, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. You've got talent. you got talent in those positions. The biggest thing is, can you get the quarterback situation right? And to me, that's what's going to be front of the That's slowing the 49ers down. can you get the quarterback situation right? And for many years, they had Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, Garoppolo wasn't Tom Brady, or he wasn't, you know, he wasn't Tom Brady, but again, Jimmy had a winning record, Jimmy got into the playoffs, Jimmy got into a Super Bowl, I mean, so Jimmy can't put that on his resume. He might not have the best game sometimes in it but he did get to the defense. And again, this is a situation where the Rams, or 30, the ones are starting, they're going to have to follow up on Jimmy G. They're going to have to actually put up better numbers than Jimmy G, and they're going to have to do just as good a job as Jimmy did the playoffs and I think that's that's where this comes in now again Trey has not had that playoff experience Brock has had it grand for two games of course the second game he got hurt but he had a decent first game so Brock to me has got more playoff experience crazy that sounds than Trey Lance does and that sounds and that sounds weird, weird to say but it's the truth so you down inside I'm very interested to see how this, you know, how, the, how this goes moving forward. But I think Trey, but again, Brock to me is not number one quarterback. Trey right now is probably number two. But again, it's, it's good news for, for both men. If they, both men they could be be healthy enough to go into go to OTAs and certainly going into the, you know, going into camp, that they could be both healthy, which is certainly good news, and it should be a very healthy battle. Now, the only reason I haven't seen Trey winning unless Bach's elbow is still bothering me that much to the point where then Trey can step in and take the job. And if Trey gets off to a a blazing start, yeah, then, then Trey's got the job, Box has got to be the number two guy. But again, Trey's going to have to go in and camp and, blend and light the world on fire. And Box got to have to really sneak up that bad for him not to be a starting quarterback. Now, Shame John Lynch, unless they see something totally different. And maybe they will. I don't, I don't know. But to me, Brock is a starting quarterback. It should be very interesting to see to see. But again, it is good news for a nice faithful. Doesn't it? Nice quarterbacks will be? There's a possibility that both of them can be Brad Joe, Which is certainly good news and it's great news. Um, but again, we'll see, unless something comes up that if we get a different report that Brock elbow is not responding as well as we think it is, and he might not, he might not even be ready by, you know, be ready, you know, by Cam, again, it's, I'm certain I would agree be sure they has a job to lose unless Sam Donald closes out the water, and he starts, but to me right now, I gotta agree, Doc is a starter, trace the back early. Sam right now is number, is number three, but again, the quarterback situation, is a lot better in San Francisco than it was maybe yesterday, or day before yesterday. But again, with the 49ers, the bottom line is, it's consistent quarterback like that has kept them out. Again, you've always heard reports, you've always heard the offseason report that maybe Brady wouldn't retire, he would go back to California, and he would be the quarterback. You've heard one poor time that they, that the 49ers trade for maybe Kirk Cousins because Cousins and Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, a lot of people felt that, you know, from the days with the Washington, that maybe that would be a good fit that Cousins could get maybe over the top. But again, I, I think, I think if, if one steps up, Purdy or Lance, one of them steps up, and can grab, you know, grab the, grab that brass ring, take the job, you know, take that job, hold on to it, and give you know, and give the 49ers fans, you know, some solid numbers, get them to the playoffs, and get them over the home to change the change Championship game, and get them back to the Super Bowl. It should be very interesting because the 49ers have a team, without a doubt, that can win a Super Bowl. They've got that talent team to do so. But is it perfect? Is it going to be Lance that's going to take the reins and become that starting quarterback and be that quarterback that can finally get the 49ers up over the top? Again, Garoppolo has ups and downs. But Garoppolo was able to get to at least one Super Bowl. He got into a couple of minutes and changing teams. either of these guys do the same thing? But the 49 faithful... The playoffs, you know, winning the division championship is fine, winning the playoff game, that's great. But the problem is, they cannot win an N.C. championship game, and that's been the issue. They've got to, they've got to win the N.C. championship game, they've got to win that N.C. championship game this year, because if you, it's going to get to the point now where guys like Bosa do Nick Bosa's going to win his money. You have to wonder, Debo's getting paid a lot. Could there be a possibility where maybe Debo could He'll be treated on the road and right out you. I believe he has it. I believe he's been file under his contract or something like that. And you get rid of him. Because in the again right. was it Williams. He was talking about possible retirement at one point, you know, this past this past offseason. He was talking about that. So he gets to the point now the 49ers are kind of in the crunch. The forty ers are kinda at of that point, but this is the time that we need to get us into the Super Bowl. Like I say or two winning is fine, but we've got to win the NC championship We've got to get, we've got to, one the the for has got to do the open time and then the Super Bowl to the win the Super Bowl. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be pretty? is it going to be Lance? Where's everybody's money on this? We'll find out. But for right now, to me, Brock is the starting quarterback. Trey is number two and Les, and Les Brock is not, not, you know, able enough to go then Trey is the starting quarterback. But again, to me, we're getting to the point now where, to me, Trey is on a short leash, and he's going to have to prove that lofty draft pick. I mean, Brock was with the very last pick last year's draft. Brock is at the point where i got nothing to lose. I mean, if Trey beats me out, he should have beat me out, right? But Trey, if he loses to Brock Purdy, then it goes on the inside. And then it's going to fall on Kyle Shanahan. It falls on on John Lynch. Why do we have all these picks for this guy? And there will probably be a team out there. Tennessee times is one team. I don't know if it will be interesting now. But there will be some teams out there that would take a chance on trade lands. He's young. Their capabilities are there. And again, this falls. This is going to be on trade lands. It's all on trade lands. Like I said, Trey was a high draft pick. Brock was a very last picking very last pick in, like, yeah, last pick in the draft. It's all, it's all on, it's all on Brock. It's all on screen. It's, it's all on trade. But for right, but let's see how the quarterback situation plays out in camp. Now, we're gonna stick with a recurring theme quarterback here. Now, certainly, I'm sure the New York Jets, Gi- the New York Jets fans, might have, some of them might have a little uh, gasp or gasping. You've heard, you've heard. It was last week Aaron Rodgers? Um, I think he strained his calf in OTAs. In OTAs doing some passes, and he kind of strained, you know, strained his calf. And it was a minor thing. The Jets were not concerned about concerned about it. Now, at the, at the top of the show, at the top of the show, I did say something. I did say that I wanted to kind of press the issue and push the button and kind of push the button on this one. Now. Now, you have to remember, now, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been in OTAs for the last couple of years with the Green Bay Packers because he simply knows his system, knows how to run the system. And again, he held the Green Bay Packers hostage for the last couple of years anyway. So I think a lot of people didn't want to say the wrong thing and, you know, I guess take Aaron off. But Aaron eventually came in, you know, came in, came in. And of course, he played no preseason games because he knew the system. Now, Obviously, one of those years he won his fourth MVP, so it didn't really matter with the flick. Now, last year, he got this first star, never got really on track, and he got dinged up. He got dinged up a little bit to the point where he got knocked out of a game. But, yeah, that was a win game he missed. Now, to me, now to me, Aaron, I guess, Aaron does not take, I guess, care care of his body as maybe a Tom Brady Least okay, and Aaron is not like Peyton Man, where he would go to Dur to Durham, you know, maybe like in May or June or something like that, and work out and then come to and then come to the you know come to camp and be ready to roll. Now Aaron doesn't have the that dedication as Brady, the dedication as a Peyton Manning or maybe somebody else does. Aaron's never had that, and to me, Aaron is 39 years old. He'll be. 40 next next season. Now again we start getting as as you get older, the body does not stand up like it once did. It's not like you're twenty four years old and you can take on the world, right? When you're younger younger. Now, again I've realized I'll be fifty four next month and I realize that I'm not twenty four myself. And my body does take shots now Knock, knocking on wood, or you know, knocking on wood, or knocking on my coffee table here. The point being is this: and I've been fortunate and lucky enough not to, again, I will knock on wood. Sure, I've sprained. You know, I might have pulled a muscle here and there. I might have sprained both of my ankles at one point in time. But, but I've been very fortunate and very lucky enough to never broken a bone. Now, in my lifetime, I was reckless as it came. I mean, when I played, you know, when I played some balls, and you know, I used to play in the back alley, I used to play on concrete. I'm not talking grass. I'm talking straight up concrete. And I would die for balls on concrete. And I would, you know, maybe, you know, you may get a, a lump or a bump. Maybe you'll skin an arm or something like that. But to me, I didn't care. Did I catch that ball? But again, I would take some falls to the point that I thought, yeah, I probably would have hurt myself worse than I think I should have, but the body held up. But again, as you get older, your body, yeah, your body does take a beating. And for Aaron Rodgers, the last couple of years, his body has taken a beating. Again, Aaron, now, again, Aaron is going to be on, going on four years old next next season, next offseason. Now, to me you have to wonder, how much more is Aaron's body gonna take? Do you I mean again, I mean, you have to wonder, if Aaron takes a couple of hits, hard hits this season, you know, what's gonna happen? Could Aaron bounce back up? Well yeah, Aaron could bounce back up, still go back up here mm-hmm. and throw a touchdown too. Sure, certainly. But for me, mm-hmm. I know the cash train is not the biggest thing in the world for the ship, for the Jets fans to be concerned about. But if I'm Jets fans, here's here's my take on the whole thing here. It might not be a big issue for you, but it's a, it's kind of a little bit a little bit issue for me because you spent you spent a lot to get you spent a bit to get this guy that's gonna that you feel that can take you to the playoffs, that can get your playoff point That's what that's even going to take you back to the Super Bowl. The very last Super Bowl you ever win is when Joe Mont Joe Namath was quarterbacking. So you think Aaron Rodgers is gonna be that guy, yeah, that's gonna take you right right back there. I just don't think Aaron's that guy that you believe that he is. But what I'm saying to New Yorkers and what I'm saying to Jets fans is simply this, is simply this. It's can the body how much you know, how much yeah. You know, I'm worried about Aaron Rodgers' body. Aaron, yeah, I gotta wonder, is will Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' body hold up for a full 17 games as he's getting older? Now last season it did. Granted it was that one game against Philadelphia, but I have to wonder that that rate, could it be could it be something for bigger for you know for bigger things for, it could be for I guess I don't say for bigger things to come, but it's to me Castrate makes me worry a little bit because, again, the older you get in life, yeah, the more you do, the more you might pull a muscle here and there. An ankle that you might strain more so you might have if you were a healthy 21 22 year old player or an individual. To me, to me, and again, you have to wonder maybe Aaron came down and said, Hey, this is why I don't do OTAs because of stuff like this. Now, Aaron came in. He's got new teammates. They've got to get used to him, and he's got to help his teammates get used to the system that he has been in for many, many years with Green Bay. This is the system they're bringing in. So again, I get that, I get why he is there because he wants to help the Jets, and he feels rejuvenated. Aaron Fields, he could be he when win his fifth NPP. He feels he could take the team to a Super Bowl. He feels he feels good. But the question for the Jets fans is. That cash rate might not be much to you or the ownership or the coach or whatever the case might be. But the thing is, it's a concern to me because, again, Aaron Rodgers is not 24 years old. He's going to go on 40 years old next year. And I have to wonder, will his body hold it for a full 17 games? That's going really my concern because as you get older, as I said, get older, the body doesn't hold like it once did. You ask any individual, any walk of life, ask him like mask, Ask a guy like LeBron James. I mean, the last few years, LeBron has had a share of injuries. And again, LeBron, again you look at LeBron, LeBron used to be in great shape. But again, LeBron is not too far from being four years old himself. And LeBron will tell you himself, you get older, yeah, yeah, you push, you push your body more and more, stuff like that's going to happen. And I think with Aaron Rodgers, the bottom line is. I think Aaron's kind of in that boat where he's going to push his body. And one of these days, Aaron Rodgers is going to realize, probably this season, that casting might not be much. But he's going, he's going to push, he's going to push, he's going to push to the point where he's going to realize that. that Especially, you bend but don't break. Well, Aaron might be bending right now. But who knows? There's going to come a point in this season where Aaron may break. And if he does break, that means Zach Wilson's back in. And if Zach Wilson comes back in, He's got to be a quarterback for X amount of games back in the difference for the Jets. The defense didn't improve last year. There were offensive pieces. And you felt the quarterback was what was keeping you from the playoffs. And you feel Aaron Rodgers was that guy that was going to take you over the top. But for Jets fans, mark my words. Here's what I'm telling you right here. Right here right now. you better be concerned. The cash trade is not much. But again, Aaron's getting older. The body's taking is taking the beating. Aaron, this is not Aaron's, you know, first or second year in his league. This is what like seventeenth, eighteenth season in his league, and you have to wonder. Again, think about it. You think about it. we talked about Big Ben early in the show. Take Big Ben. What grabbing the Big Ben. Right? Big Ben towards the end of his career. He got he got beat up a little too much. Now granted, Tom Brady can be the exception to the rule. Now again, Tom Brady to take by take to take a little beating, but not to the point where he missed, oh, he missed some gains. I give Tom Brady that. But again, Tom Brady kept himself in pretty good shape in the season. Again, Big Ben didn't. Aaron Rodgers is not, is not, is not a guru of that either. Again, you get older and as you're an athlete, you have to pretty much work out all year round. That's not something Aaron Rodgers does. There's some athletes that do that and prepares him for what lies ahead. But Aaron Rodgers is not type of guy. In order to get, again, we say this, you're going to suffer injuries. You're going to suffer maybe a few more injuries, some, you know, you know a few more aches, aches and pains. And for Aaron Rodgers, that gastric might not be much. But again, mark my words, Jets fans, be concerned. The strain not much, but be concerned down the road at some point this season. Not right now. But who knows? Aaron's going to wind up getting, he's wind up getting hurt. He's going to have a concussion. He's going to you know, hurt himself to the point where he's not going to be able to play a couple of games. And those couple of games could be a factor of you maybe winning division, or you be to a shot at playoffs, or who knows what else down the road. Again, let's fi- we'll finish off this segment with the, um, another quarterback. We'll talk about the Houston Texans quarterback situation. Now, yes, we know that they drafted C.J. Stroud, and C.J. Stroud is more likely the, you know the future of the Texans. Now... DeMarco Rines, the new head football coach, says that he says don't, he's not going to hand the job to C.J. Stroud. Now, he's got David Mills, and he's got Case Keenum, Case Keenum on the roster. Now, Case Keenum, as we all know, has been a veteran in his league for many, many years. He has been a starting quarterback at a couple of months a time in his career, so much so that he was starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings at one point in time, and he got the Vikings into the playoffs. So... Case can put that under his, you know, under his cap to tell people that, hey, I've done this. Now David Mills has not exactly let the world on fire since being in this league. Now, again, I get that Marco Ryans doesn't want to hand the job over to CJ Stroud. Now, to me, to me out of three, Keenum might be to me, I'd be worried about Keenan taking CJ's job more than David Mills. Because again, Keenum's a veteran in this leg. He's been through a few, you know. He's been through several, you know, offensive systems. Cam's a pretty, you know, pretty smart guy. So, again, he's a veteran in this league, and he's been on many, many teams. So, again, again, Cam is probably, Cam was uh, Josh Allen's backup last year, and he had a pretty good sense of humor about it, and he kept the teammates loose. And, again, sometimes that's what a backup quarterback needs to do, is do to treat the young quarterback. And, again, a guy like Case Keen would be, would be perfect for a guy like or C.J. Stroud. So it's not a bad pickup for them. But unless, to me, C.J.'s probably the starting quarterback. Unless, unless C.J. really stings up the joint to the point where I think Case King could wind up being the starting quarterback and then we well, you make David Mills number two and then you sit C.J. Stroud for an for entire year. Now, Houston, to me, doesn't have no fear as far as this goes. They've got, you know, this is a situation where Houston could only can only look up, right? They couldn't do no worse. Now, again, defensively, there is a couple of talent. There's some players in that defense that have talent. Ain't no mistake about it. Now, again, the defense, it still needs work, but there's some talent on that defense. The offense line, it's not bad. There's a good players on the offense line, not bad. You got tons of it. You signed into a new deal. So you have got to look tackle for the future. You got a couple good running backs. Um, the receiving core... There's a blend of veteran youth, but again, there's not a number one there. Again, the quarterback situation. And DeMar- again, DeMarco Ryan wants CJ. He doesn't want to hand a job to CJ. That's kind of what like Frank Racken, you who know, the Panthers with Bryce Young. He's not going to hand Bryce the job, but then again, you have got Andy Dalton, who's been a starting quarterback in his life for many, many years. So again, but to me, Dalton will probably start, and Bryce will be number two. Well, in this situation, in the last case, Keenan wants to starting and C.J. becomes number two, or even David stays number two, and then C.J. goes number three. I'm not saying that's not the, that's not about the realm of possibility, and it could happen like that, but I think in this situation, I don't think Texans have nowhere to go but up. Now, the Panthers are in a division where, it could be anybody's division. We've talked about it. To me, I think it still comes down to the Bucks and Saints. I still think the Saints will win because I'm not sold on Baker. Then again, Derek Harb. Has got a losing record in this leg. So again, you go back to can it be the Panthers or maybe a Lamb? You know, some people give the Lamb a little more credit because they've made some adjustments in the defense. And again, the all- offense, again, you've got a second year mandate, Des- Mendez and Ritter, is going to be your quarterback. But again, for the Texans, you're in division where the Titans are kind of going down, going downhill. The Colts, they've got a situation where it's either Neal or Minshew or you go Rod Richardson from week one. I think Minshew will be the quarterback. Richardson's going to be number two. But again, they've got a good defense. They still need to work on that offense. Again, you look at Jacksonville. To me, Jacksonville's a team to beat in that division. But Houston's a team that could be in a couple of years could be on the upswing. And I've said this before in previous episodes. I think it ain't be really much longer it's going to be Jacksonville in the Titans division in Tennessee and the through taking a backseat. Back seat, you know. And Colton and Dice are taking a power take a backseat to these to these two teams. Now I think eventually that's what's going to I think eventually that is what that is what will happen. That's what's gonna happen. I really believe that. And um, but again, I get DeMarco he doesn't want to sit there, he wants CJ to, to earn the position. there's no problem with that. I have no issue with that whatsoever. And yes, CJ certainly. And like Bryce showing, they certainly need to prove that they can be top-notch quarterbacks in this league. They need to prove that if they're going to be quarterbacks in the next 10, 11, 12 years, yes, they've got to, to go in. They've got to earn their earn their jobs. For the Panthers, i not believe he's going to start. For the Texans, it gets to be interesting. To me, I think CJ might have a clearer path than Bryce does with the young, um, with the Panthers. But again, unless a guy like Case Keenum ends up with the, ends up getting the job, and that's not possible on that unless Case Keenum wins the job, and I'm not saying it's not that strong possibility, but why not? For right now, what do you guys lose? You might as well let CJ start. And let's see let's see what he has. Let's see, again you've got young talent around him. Why not let him let him, let, him, let, him, let him hand the ball to Pearson Singletary. Let him go to ball to guys, you know, to the to the young to the young players and Robert Woods. Let's see who has got. it. not throw to the fire. What have you got to lose? That's all I'll tell you this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourselves. See you again soon.